Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's up, Bulls Nation? Welcome into the CHGO Bulls Podcast, presented to you by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up to live your bet life. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. My guy Big Dave is at Bow B-A-W-L Sports. Back in studio. Back from Brazil. It's Will to go Gottlieb. He's on Twitter at Won't Gottlieb. And joining us in studio, we are thrilled to have him here. You know him as the voice of the Bulls home games at the United Center, among many other things on his resume. Bears, Chicago Fire, mm-hmm. Illini. Mm-hmm. But... This is a Bulls podcast. We know you, Tim Sinclair, yes. as the voice of the Bulls home games. Yes. The Bulls PA announcer at the UC. Give it up for Tim Sinclair hey. in studio, everybody. Hey. Follow Appreciate Tim on Twitter at Tim J. Sinclair. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for inviting me. This is awesome. And uh, Will's back in the country. And yes. It's an honor to be back for, for the first show. For you. came well, back for you. All for you. Tomorrow, right? Exactly. <laughs> I took the red eye. I want to hear the starting lineup for when I return to the country. Sure. Yeah, all right. And now. Just, just standing there at uh, O'Hare when exactly. you arrive. And yeah. Pick me Weird. up from the international tournament. Uh, we already have our crew in the comments. Shout out, Percy. Say, uh, you got to have Tim introduce Mad Dave and Will in his intro voice. We are not important enough for that voice. That would be, that that would that be awesome, though. It would be awesome. For names that matter. <laughs> One of these days, we'll... Uh, We'll get something worked out. There I'm you sure. go. <laughs> we'll take it, man. Uh, well, so, I mean, let's just jump right in there. We are just on the cusp of a brand new Bulls season. Uh, you, I correct me if I'm wrong, but your first season on the uh, on the job for the Bulls was the no fans allowed COVID yeah. season. Yeah. Yep. So what was it like this past season to now, for the first time doing the Bulls gig, see what a rocking madhouse on Madison is like when the Bulls yeah. are good and the place is hyped? I, we were needing that so bad that first year. It was kind of nice in some ways for me, my first year, just getting a chance to get it out without all the fans there critiquing right. literally every last syllable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, after a game or two, you just want people in the building. And so last year was amazing, not only because we had fans, but because the team was significantly better than it was the year before. And so not only do you have great basketball to watch, but you also have people who care that there's great basketball being played. True. And, uh, I never wanted to get used to no fans. I did probably <laughs> – 110 straight events to an empty arena or yeah. stadium. Wow. And so bringing people back finally was fantastic. Now, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but when COVID happened, you were one of the few announcers that were allowed to go to the bubble correct. and be in there. What was it like being in the bubble, man? What was that whole thing like? You know, I've often said it was like NBA summer camp. Mm. 
So everybody's in this controlled environment. You had a lake and you could ride bikes and you could fish or go golfing or swim. Mm -hmm. Um, There was sort of a a dining hall where everybody could go and get food. And then occasionally you get on buses for field trips. But in our case, field trips were NBA games. (laughs) And so we would go and we would work a couple of games and we'd come back and, you know, hit the pool till all hours of the night, try to get some sleep and then do it again the next day. And all while walking down the boardwalk with Anthony Davis or like, just those guys were everywhere, and it started to get normal. Not quite, but it yeah. started to get normal that you were there uh, with all these guys. And, and they loved it because they didn't have all the cameras and media and people coming up to them asking for autographs and sure. pictures. They could just be themselves, too, and that was actually pretty cool. A little more free. Yes, a little bit. Little okay, bit. all right, all right. Tim, I would love to know kind of about your career path. I mean, this is like announcing the starting lineup for the Chicago Bulls is like a very legendary thing to do yeah. so like is this something you've always wanted to do from when you were a kid and was it always like the bulls that you wanted to announce what is what is sort of your career trajectory been yeah none of that for me ironically um <laughs> i was going to be an architect what? Uh, i studied architecture at university wow. of illinois and three semesters in i sort of realized that i needed money um to you know <laughs> eat and things it's a thing and yeah. so i happened to know a guy who's a, a friend of my parents who worked at a radio station mm-hmm. and i just said that would be a good part-time job, four or five hours a week. So I said, hey, can I help? And he said, sure, do you want to be on the air? And I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking just helping sweep or organize or whatever. And I said, okay. And so the overnight shift before my first college final, 11 p.m. to 6 a.m., I did my first on-air shift. Wow. And I was awful. <laughs> but I loved it. <laughs> and sort of got bit by the radio bug. Yeah. And for years, worked in radio while loving sports, right. and never the two never met. And finally, uh, somebody at Illinois said, hey, we're looking for some new PA guys. You like sports? Got a decent voice? Why don't you try out? And I did, and nobody called me. Wow. <laughs> it's like a year later when they finally got to me, and then one thing sort of came to the next. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually, you end up doing something you never thought you do and That's really cool um but by so. the time you had been then working uh you know using your voice talent in the world of sports and not just radio broadcasting in general mm-hmm. enough people started telling you or enough people started talking about what it means to be the person to introduce the bull starting lineup at home games it's like i you know dave and, and will and i are all kind of the generation growing up watching mj and the bulls win titles in the 90s like by the time I was 10, I knew that nobody was going to be using their big, booming voice to say my name running onto a court right. or a field. I thought that the coolest job on the planet was what Ray Clay was Ray doing Clay, for baby. Bulls games. Yes. Like, has, has that sunk into you at this point now that you've been on the job for a couple of years? Like, people get goosebumps going to that building. I literally have goosebumps right now just <laughs> thinking, <laughs> about thinking about it. Gives yeah. you goosebumps, yeah. you know? In bursts, yeah. it does. Every once in a while, I, I think about it in that depth. I think the first time, and not with the Bulls, this happened with the Illini. I'd been working there three or four years. And my, my three-point call with Illinois, I do three points, Illinois, right, and right. then who hit it. With the, the Bulls, it's just three points, and then who made it. Right. And I was walking out of a movie, and this, like, nine-year-old kid behind me had some trash in his hand and was throwing it at the garbage can as he was leaving. And it went in, and he says, three points, Illinois. <laughs> and I turn around, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, people listen. This is amazing. <laughs> and so uh, I do know inherently that over the years that will happen here, that yeah. I will be the voice that people have grown up with as yeah. opposed to Ray yeah. or Tommy or whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just don't think about it too much 
because there's a lot of pressure in that if mm-hmm. you think about it. So I go out and try to be me, try to be authentic, try to, you know, pay homage to, to what that means, mm-hmm. but also yeah. be myself if I can. Yes. And, and hopefully all that blends in a way that it sort of becomes the new normal, even though it's a little different, it's still in many ways the same. And that's what I noticed when I listen to you do the Bulls. Like you can tell you know the history of the announcers previously before you, like you mentioned, Tommy Edwards yeah, and Ray Clay, you can hear it in the way you're saying the certain inflections that you're putting on the, you know, and now, you right. know, or the from Chicago, like you combine it, but you're also making it your own, you know, and that's the key part of this. But let me, I, I wanted to, because it seems like you keep coming after legends, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and stepping into those shoes. And people always say you never want to step into nope. a great man's shoes or another man's shoes. So how do you make that work, stepping into those big shoes in, in different genres? Uh, with fear and trembling, I think. <laughs> um, you know, I never want to shy away from a big opportunity. Mm. Um, but also, whether it was the Bears or the Bulls, I was stepping in for a guy or the Bulls, two guys, who've right. done it for 40 years. Yeah. That's all anybody in Chicago remembers mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, and so I think I, I try not to pay attention to social media, although at least that I've seen, I've, it's been overwhelmingly positive yeah. so far, and I'm <laughs> eternally grateful for that because yeah. that would, it would really made it hard to start a career. It's, you know, the backup from Michael Jordan when he left and whoever's, right, yeah. whoever's playing that Pete position. Pete Myers. Pete Myers. Yeah, yes. right. Not an easy thing to do. And yeah. so um, I've been really grateful for the welcome I've gotten and for uh, how things have gone and just want to want to keep that up. But I did think about it. And I got, a, yeah. I got an email from Ray when I got the job and I've talked oh, wow. with he and Tommy both since and they've been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, there's there's some shaky D's at first. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I believe it. I believe it. And and it's amazing because you're doing different sports as well. So, like, is there something you take from doing basketball to put on football or anything like that? Or is it all just its own entity to you? Uh, I think the, the only thing I take is is me. Like, I, I am a, I'm a fan with a microphone in some ways. A lot of it is information that I've got to get across, whether it's from the officials to teams or officials to the crowd, but also it, it's my job to help reflect what the crowd is or maybe should be feeling in a moment. And right. so whether it's soccer or football or basketball or anything else I get the chance to do, I try to put my own excitement into that mm-hmm. um, as the situation allows. Right. I think some people are always at 11, right? They're always just turned up <laughs> super loud or always excited. <laughs> Don't know anybody like that. <laughs> Why are you looking over here, Will? What you doing, man? Not, not just as people, Big Dave. In my pr- profession specifically. Um, you don't have the luxury of throwing your hat while you're not Right. Uh, no, I, can't. I haven't done that yet. I don't know what you're talking about. My hat is calmly sitting on my head right <laughs> yeah, now, Will. We're always stay calm there. Uh, It's good to be back. And collected. <laughs> but the idea is to be real. Like, yeah. if you're down 30... The yeah. words are going to be the same, but the intensity is probably going to be a little different because yeah. I, no one, no one's going to actually believe that I'm excited that we just hit a three pointer when we're <laughs> down thirty in the fourth quarter. Right. Yeah. yeah, So three points, Zach Levine. I mean, that that's fine. It is yeah. what it is, but it's not going to be the same as if it's a tie game. Right. Like, right. And so you just got to be honest with yourself, honest with the audience, um, and and hopefully they believe that. You believe what you're doing, and uh, I absolutely do. So. You, you mentioned like the intensity and energy of it. For me, I, I was only uh, 
part of the media last year for the last maybe five or ten games. But when that first home playoff game against the Bucks came around, like you could feel a different level of energy. What was that like to have not just like the first Bulls playoff game of the year, but in five years? I mean, they haven't made it in so long. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I don't think there is a way to describe it unless you've felt it. Mm-hmm. It's weird to have the exact same number of people in the exact same building as there were two nights ago, but it's totally different now. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that's how a playoff sort of series is. Um, I wish it would have lasted a little longer into the game <laughs> because that, you know, game got out of hand in a hurry. But, man, Chicago, when, when their teams are good and when there is something to cheer for, there is no city that's better. And yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've worked a lot of games in a lot of places, and, man, here it's it's – Unbelievable, yeah. and uh, I, I want many, many more of those, and I'd like to win some of them too. If yeah, we do so, too, Tim. Same over here. <laughs> we would too. I, I agree with what Dave said a few moments ago about how you, you can tell when you're doing the bull starting lineup that you're clearly someone who recognizes the history of it, but also has put sort of your own stamp on it, your own twist on it. And I also think you do that with uh, just some of the the simple calls you make, whether it be you know Zach Levine three points or or this player making a dunk, what have you. Have you ever thought about how you have way fewer words to add your own individualistic flair to that announcing job as someone doing play-by-play or doing color commentary? And and how do you put yourself and your stamp on it when it's not a long-winded play-by-play or commentary, but you're saying the name of the player and what happened and that's it? Mm. Yeah, I, I don't... I don't think about it in those terms necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know ultimately that's what happens. I remember going to games when I was a kid, whether it was Bulls games or Illini games, and, and I don't necessarily even remember all the players on the team or mm-hmm. who won, but I remember the experience. Uh, at Illinois games, for example, I remember the band. And I remember the smell of the popcorn. I remember Jim Shepard's voice. Mm-hmm. I remember all those things that experientially made the game what it was, mm-hmm. uh, not so much the game itself. And, and so for this... I always try to think I'm a part of that experience, mm-hmm. but I am not the experience. And if I, <laughs> if I try to become that, there's a major problem. Fact. Um, and, and know that by repetition being sort of the same when it's IO, for example. I love your IO bucket call, oh, good, by the way. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> I've had a lot of practice with that one because yeah. we've been doing it for three years right, in Illinois exactly. before we came to the Bulls. Yeah. Um, it's perfect. Don't ever mess okay, with it. Okay, good. I won't, I won't. But by repetition, regardless of what it is, mm-hmm. it sort of becomes a stamp, mm-hmm. even though that's not my intention necessarily. And I try to do something different for everybody, but I, I also don't practice them. Yes. I don't think about it in right. advance. Really, exactly. It just that's really surprising. Happens, and I it's, feel you, Tim. It's that authenticity piece for me. Like yes. I don't want it to be rehearsed. Yes. Um, but but once it becomes a thing, like I listened back to when I recorded for Two K, for example. Oh, Lex. I didn't know Demar was going to be on our team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I go back and listen to my boys play as the Bulls and Demar's on the team, and I hear my introduction. I hear it as DeMar DeRozan. Mm-hmm. But now that he's on the Bulls and I'm doing it every day, it's DeMar DeRozan. Right. It's just different. And so when I recorded for 23, it became that because it evolved over time. And so um, that's a very long-winded answer to a very short question. But <laughs> No, I love it. That's kind of how it goes. And it's just, it's so weird. I heard mm-hmm. you say DeMar, the Bulls version just now. Yeah. And my brain went, holy crap, 
the person who makes that sound that you see on your TV every night is sitting on that chair over there. The same, yeah, <laughs> at the same moment, yeah. I literally just flashed back to him in, in Jersey hitting hitting a fadeaway and getting fouled, uh, and yes. I just heard you. Oh, yep. God. The Clippers game just fell back in my head with that. Uh, but I wanted to know how you even you know came to the point where you got this job here, because I know you were with the Pacers yep. uh, previously. So how did Chicago come about for you? So I never planned to leave the Pacers. Like my dream, literally less than four years ago, I'd never worked a professional basketball, football, or baseball game. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> and I got the Pacers job, and I thought, that's it. Right. End all, be all. I'm in the NBA. Right. You're going to have to pry my cold, dead hands <laughs> off of this job. Uh, but I was doing the fire. I've been yeah. doing the fire for almost a decade now. <clears throat> and the, the Bears job came open about a year into my time with the Pacers. And I went, my schedule has room for 10 games or so. I, I could do that in theory. Now, yeah. I didn't think I was going to get it, but I'm like, I'll, I'll apply for it. So I applied for that job. And then I heard from somebody within the Bulls organization <clears throat> asking me if I had any interest. Mm. And, I, and I, I won't lie, I said no. Wow. Um, and it's not because I didn't think it was one of the greatest jobs in the world. Mm -hmm. It's not because that wasn't my hometown team. It's because I'd been with the Pacers for 13 months. Mm -hmm. And I, I just couldn't walk away from an organization that treated me really well and gave mm -hmm. me my first shot. And I didn't ever plan to leave. And my parents and sister and their family, they're all in Indy. Mm -hmm. So I said no. And then I got to thinking about it and I went, you were an idiot. <laughs> um, that, that would be amazing. So what I said was, um, I will be interested if I get the Bears job, mm. which in hindsight sounds pretty ballsy. And I didn't mean it to be that way. I didn't mean it to be like strong arming anybody or, or a diva-ish. It right. was just the only way I could figure out explaining to my boss with the Pacers right. that I'm leaving that to take early. take two jobs, not just one job that's different than this job. Correct. Yeah. Is to go, I have a chance now to do three pro teams in the same city. Nobody on the planet is doing that. Nobody. And it's the Bulls and the Bears. I, I can't say no to that. And right. so that's kind of how I left it. Well, then I literally did my interview with the Bears March 9th mm -hmm. of 2020. Wow. And a week before the world shut down, before. two days before yeah. the world shut down. <laughs> because I drove that night and did a Pacers game against the Celtics. Mm -hmm. The next day was the start of the Big Ten tournament, which I was also doing sure in Indy. Mm -hmm. The first two games went off without a hitch Wednesday night. And then we announced Thursday morning it was done. Right. And so everything ground to a halt, including search processes for public address jobs. Right. Um, and it wasn't until I was in the bubble that I got the Bears job. The Bulls called and said, okay, you still interested? And I said, yes. And mm -hmm. they said, all right, here's the script. We need you to record the starting lineups in your Disney hotel room. Go. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Yeah, not, not the same energy in there. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Probably well, not great acoustics either. They've got a lot yeah. of stuff in there. Um, <laughs> no, so I packed my closet full of sweatshirts and pillows, mm -hmm. and I had my mic with me and my computer. And they sent the music... The track they use and the official track. <laughs> Yo, they use. you see, I got freaked right, out. Oh, right. like, oh snap! And I and I did. I got goosebumps in my room when I first played it. And oh. I went, "All right, here we go." And so, um, I just recorded it how I kind of remembered it mm. from from back in the day. Right. And it's funny because listening back now, 
Ray always did. And now. Right. Yeah. But in my head, that wasn't what I remembered or, or how I felt most comfortable doing it. And so that's why I do. And now I land on that now. Right. And that's what I did in that hotel room. And I'm sure my neighbor thought I was insane, <laughs> you know, because I did it a few times. I tried to pad the walls, but there's only so much you can do. Yeah. And uh, the rest is history. It's amazing, man. Do you wow. have a, a favorite player to announce? Like, whose who's name do you enjoy? Big Dave. <laughs> You're trying to get that out of me, aren't you? Chad, baby. Putting in an effort. Can't Almost. Believe. Very close. Oh, thank you, Tim. I would say Io and Damar. Mm. Are probably my favorites. I O because you know I've, I've done. You guys must have like a relationship at this point. We where know each other, and his his funny story. His mom messaged me after his senior day when we realized he wasn't coming back, and said, "Hey, I really want your three point call of of his just recorded. Would you mind recording it for us so we can save it for for later?" And I said, "Of course." Uh, so I sent it to her, and that I thought was the end of the story. And then, of course, he gets drafted by the Bulls, and now we're texting like, well, guess we get to do it more. <laughs> right. And so, um, yeah, there's, there's something special about that. And Malcolm Hill, too. You know, he played yeah. for Illinois. Yeah, I did all right, four years true. with Malcolm, his right. senior night. Um, and so part of it is the connection, but part of it is that, uh, oh, that's just a fun thing to do. Um, but, and DeMar's been fun. One, you get to say a lot. Right. Yeah, <laughs> alliteration. Really good at that one. Alliteration, I like. Yeah, sure. I like the Demar. DeRozan. Yeah. Um, so it's just alliteration in the name, as opposed to some broadcasters try to like force alliteration right. into what they're saying or what they're calling. Yeah. Demar's name is just right there for you. Yeah. Well, and as a PA guy, you know, if you're doing play-by-play, you can come up with nicknames or use just last names or just first names or whatever. I there's a little more formality to what I do, so I'm kind of stuck with their name, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And, you know, you can say you know, a lot of broadcasters got around Giannis by yeah. just calling him Giannis or the Greek freak or whatever. I have to say Giannis and Adekumbo every time. Right. And so you and eventually you get it. pretty good. And, and, now, <laughs> and now apparently Kostas. Yes. So, <laughs> More practice. The Giannis of the Bulls plan is slowly coming into reality. Phase one is complete. Phase one. We got one of the brothers. <laughs> That's right. Plenty more up ahead with our guy Tim Sinclair in studio, the PA announcer for... Bulls, Bears, Fire, all the teams, this guy. (laughs) Uh, Quick break to tell you all today's episode brought to you by our wonderful friends at PointsBet. This football season, PointsBet's bringing you a better way to bet live on games. You can place a live same game parlay, bet on the next drive to be a touchdown, and cash out on your live second half over bet. With PointsBet, you have access to more live football markets than ever before. You can build the perfect live same-game parlay by combining your favorite bets anytime during the game, including spreads, totals, player props, and more. More? Choose the outcome of the next drive and next points with PointsBet Lightning Bets. I love me those lightning bets, Dave. So whether you're on the move or on the couch like I was all Sunday watching football. You really was. Do it live on PointsBet. Cody, I'm still mad at you. I followed your <laughs> advice for the Monday live. night doubleheader. Let him live. All of it was wrong. I'm never <laughs> listening to you again. Download the PointsBet app today and sign up with that promo code CHGO to get your first two risk-free bets up to $2,000. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. JK, Cody, I forgive you. 
Just make better picks next time. Wow, I'm going to put that all on him, man. Well, I'll tell you where you can get your forgiveness at when he shows up to the tailgate. Oh. That is happening on Sunday. Yes. yes, the Bears and the Texans, our first ever tailgate. This will be my first Bears tailgate Ever. Never been to a tailgate, Tim, for the Bears. Never I, been. I haven't either, but I'm always working the game. So oh. I it. <laughs> right. It's always working, I, man. I believe I may have a few other things going on, but if I can make it, I will. We're starting at oh. 8 a.m., folks, if you want. 8 a.m., yes. You start real early at 8 a.m., y'all. Sunday, September 25th, when they play the Texans, the official CHGO tailgate is going to go for four hours, y'all, from 8 to 12, all the way up until kickoff. You can walk right on over to the stadium. It's just a quick little 15-minute walk to go hear this man call that Bears. Game and depending on where you're tailgating, you might hear over and over and over, welcome to Soldier Field. Oh, yeah. Thank you for attending. Re- on repeat. We'll so. be in the, uh, the empty lot behind Nima at Michigan yep. and Roosevelt. I apologize we'll probably hear from there. Yeah, probably. <laughs> we'll be listening out for that, man. Listen, you get. we'll have a DJ there for you. We'll have some awesome food. There'll be a food truck. And not just brews, and not just booze, but brews and booze. Both of them? Both of them things. Wow. Up are we, we going to have coffee? Because it's starting early. <laughs> Well, you want me wait, to bring you a gotta, coffee, Will? Some, we, somebody's got to ask about that. I'm yeah, gonna need he's got to have it, man. He's got to have it. Don't you? I know you got some. I, I, I'll bring you some Strava. Strava all day long. There it's got you go, covered, man. And you get all this plus a local DJ to play the tunes for you. Get all this for 34 bucks, y'all. Amazing deal. Less than a 15-minute walk to Soldier Field. And you get to walk through Grant Park and see all that beautifulness of the city. Now, limited parking upgrades are also available, but they're going fast, y'all. So you might want to get on that. So if you want to bear down and come hang out with us, all Chicago, all CHGO.com. Reserve your spot now and click that link below in the description for more of that info. Will will be there. Matt will be there. I will be there. Joey, you going to be there? Joey will be there, y'all. Tim oh, Sinclair. Tim Sinclair. Mm. You will hear my, him. My voice will be there. His Probably voice not. will be there. He will be there in voice. Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of places people can hear your voice, Tim, you subtly dropped and super <laughs> humbly dropped in a previous conversation. Yes. Oh, yeah, NBA 2K. No, can we talk about that for sure. a second? No, What's it like to use your voice on a video game? How, who approached you for that, or did you apply for that? How did that whole process go down? Uh, long story, semi-short. Mm-hmm. Um, when I went with the Pacers to India a couple of years ago, okay. I, was, I was having breakfast with the two mascots. Now, they were not... In character, unfortunately, that would have been amazing. Uh, but they were out of their costumes, so to speak. They probably were not like them being called costumes. I don't know what they're called, but anyway. And one of them, the one from Sacramento, uh, Slamson said, I don't remember his real name. Slamson said to me, uh, my girlfriend works for 2K and would like to talk to you. Are you interested? I said, yes, absolutely. Didn't have to think about that one. No. Uh, and... <laughs> Fast forward like a year because of COVID and a bunch of stuff happening, it just got pushed back. But finally, I got the phone call from them saying, we want to incorporate public address announcers into the game. Would you be interested in coming out to California and recording? And for me, being in the game is cool, Mm -hmm. but getting to see behind the scenes of how all that goes together Mm -hmm. was way cooler. And so... And uh, that was what I wanted to know is like, how does... What do they do? Like, what do you do when you're there? Do you have to, like, read every single 450 players in the NBA? Oh, yes. And multiple ways. So Mm. they have very proprietary software that that does it all. But essentially, they're trying to get every work part they could possibly need. And so last year was a lot more involved than this year because they already had a lot of the things they need. But we had to do, for example, 
the score could be anything when yeah. the player is playing, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're the home team, you would like the home team, if they're winning, to sound more excited sure. than the other team. So we had to do from zero all the way, well, from one all the way to 150, mm-hmm. one, one, two, two, oh my God. three, three, <laughs> all the way. And then you have to do it the other way. You have to do it as if your team's losing. Three, three, four, four. So they could then grab mm-hmm. whichever number they wanted at the end of every quarter. So you'd say at the end of the first quarter, the score is Chicago, three, you know. So how, how far along in that process until you lost your mind and, like, punched a wall? Uh, you lose your voice before you lose your mind. Uh, uh. Um, and, and it was – the first time was six or seven days. Uh, this last time was about four. Uh, but every name you have to do as if they're the home starter. Mm-hmm. They're the visiting starter. They're going to the free throw line. They just made a three-pointer. They just dunked both home and away. So you've got to – come up with different ways like you don't just do Zach Levine and you're done you do Zach Levine yeah. for the starting lineup but then you have to do Zach Levine as if he's right checking the into the game or, right yeah. or shooting a free throw or yeah. whatever so you do every name multiple ways and there are a lot of players in the NBA and there's all the potential draft picks there's all the the my players that they have created, they've added in 23 a lot of... So do you also have to do that with fictitious players yes. that don't exist? Yeah. Correct. Oh, my and goodness. And this year, they oh, added goodness. ways to split. So instead of recording just Zach Levine, you did Zach Levine. So then you could create Tim Levine. They could then start oh, wow. grabbing first names and last names and putting new ones together. Wow. Um, and so it's it's amazing what they do and how mm. they do it, and it was a blast to be a part of. And as of. you're doing this, like, what's what percent volume are you at? Are you able to, like, do it kind of how you're doing it now, or are you, like, really belting you're it? You're supposed to be doing it like you're doing it in the game. Yeah, so yeah. I could definitely so see how your voice would We would work three or four hours a day, and then... Yeah. I mean, but the, the great part is you're in Southern California, and <laughs> you've got... A hotel and a per diem, and yeah. so like my girlfriend was out there with me last year, and mm-hmm. she slept in, and then when I was done, we would go to her Southern California. So it's kind of a vacation slash. <laughs> Doesn't sound like the worst. Actually, it's not. It's not all bad. <laughs> no, I mean, it, I, and then you I get would, to be in two K. Right, I would do it again. Pretty cool. Oh, that's so. amazing, man. Is there is there a sporting event you haven't called that you just are dying to call? A few. Um, I would love to do an Olympics mm, sometime. Okay. Uh, I would love to do a World Cup game at some point. I've done some really big Not soccer. going to uh, Qatar this fall? I don't think I have my passport ready for that one. Mm. But um, it's in four years, it's going to be in North America, mm-hmm. but Chicago is not one of the cities. How did they skip Chicago on that? I don't know all the ins and outs of that. Mad. I'm hoping Maybe I get a phone Maybe if the Arlington call. Heights thing works out. I, hey, you know what? <laughs> yes. Me, awesome. my brother, awesome. my dad went to Germany Bulgaria, Germany, and some of the 94 Soldier Field, nice. 94 World Cup. Yeah, one of the coolest things I've ever done. Mm. And soccer events are so oh my much gosh. fun. Yeah. So much fun. Um, uh, the Super Bowl. I mean, Alan Roach has his grip firmly on that at the moment, but mm. he's got to quit eventually. <laughs> so, so who knows? <laughs> That's awesome, man. Is there is there is is there anything outside of sports? That you look forward to, like voiceover work for commercials or anything yeah. like that? In I a would, world or I, something like that. <laughs> I, I don't know if my voice is quite that awesome. I mean, it's, that's I a mean, cool thing. It's pretty damn cool. Man. Um, I would really like to do, and I've done some of this on a smaller scale, mm. but at the big award ceremonies, 
where they have somebody live behind a curtain doing, now, please welcome, star of X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. you know, yes. Brad Pitt. Right, right, And then he right. walks out. Like, that, I think, would be a really cool kind of... Like the Academy uh, Awards. Yeah, person, any of those know. awards things would be wow. a whole lot of fun. I've done a lot of pre-recorded stuff for, you know... Um, some bigger organizations that have things like that, right, but nothing right. on that level yet. So, all right, One it's day, coming. Maybe. It's coming, man. Maybe. It's on the way. So, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear that, though. Go oh, like, I know him. <laughs> uh, yeah, now anytime I just hear that coming out of my TV, it's like, oh, yeah, this is just Tim. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Tim from, yeah. from the set of CHGO. It's, yeah. Well, it'd be similar to what we did for the 75th All Star thing. Yeah. The halftime deal was really just introducing players a lot in of a non sports yeah. content. Yeah, it was. It was me and Spike Lee on TNT for 25 minutes. Yeah. Um, but, man, that was, that that was, was a lot of fun cool. as well. So. Yeah. So you knew ahead of most everybody else in the world that they were saving MJ for last and he would make an appearance? I was told he was going to be there, but but there's always the, but if he's not. Right. Because right. right. yeah. you just right. didn't know. You're <laughs> flying from anybody flying from Florida to yeah. Ohio, you know, in Sunday afternoon. To, yeah. You just don't know. Um, but I did hear in my headset about 20 minutes before that he, he was going to be there wow. and that we were going to get to do it. And, man, I, I feel like I was flawless for 74 and a half names. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to the a six-time NBA champion, and they showed him on the screen and Cleveland exploded. exploded. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a city that had been had tortured hated him, right, by hated Michael him. for years. <laughs> Just, and even seeing, like, some of the players were surprised, I think, that he was there. And I, it took some composing yeah. to get through the second half of that for me. Just wow. because it was, you knew it was a, a cool moment. Everybody was watching this thing. So, yeah, uh, yeah pretty Pretty fun. That's, That's so, awesome. Man. Were, were there certain moments throughout the season uh, of you know home Bulls games where you're clearly you know, focusing on making sure you're doing a great job calling the action and focusing on that? But were there certain moments where you sort of caught yourself really enjoying the the fandom part of? I don't, I don't know if you've sort of embraced the Bulls at all in any part of your fandom brain, but getting caught up in the moment as opposed to just calling the moment. Yeah, I mean, I think to an extent, I mean, I'm a huge Bulls fan and have been for a long time, and so it, it's hard not to, but you do watch games very differently. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like when you're covering a game, you have to watch it differently than if you're just a fan. And so... Supposed to. You're supposed to watch a game, <laughs> yes. Great point. And so for no me... No cheering in the press box. <laughs> right. That's why, that's why Matt and I are in the lab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see that. I mean, Zach's 360... Breakaway, oh, oh, um, Lonzo's court length pass. You know yes. there are, there are a few moments that you that stick out where it's just like, whoo. Yeah. You know, and I and I will occasionally make noises out loud, ideally with my mic off, mm. that are very fan, uh, <laughs> and and not very public addressy. Right. Um, and and for the most part, the mic has been off when I've done it. So that's always the goal. Oh, do you have a favorite game that you call? Just for the Bulls, I mean, like a favorite game of yours. Where um, you were like, you know what? I can't believe I was here for this. Man, there's there's been a a lot that I would say were great. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned the Clippers game. Yes. That that is definitely a favorite from last season. Yeah, you definitely stand Mars out to 50. me. Yeah. He, that was he, Tim definitely Amazing. stands out to me when I think of that game because I just think of that and one when he fell on the ground. Yeah. And I just heard your – I just think of your explosion mm. and your voice because you could tell you were like, yeah. oh, snap. You know, yeah. you could hear it in there, man. Well, it, it, it's genuine, but, yeah. but also it's a 
reflecting the crowd, right? Like right. everybody was going crazy. So I'm, I'm just mirroring. It's like the moon. Like I'm just right. mirroring the sun here. Right. That makes my job, I, in theory, pretty easy. Right. Um, so I would probably put that near the top. I, I would also say IO's first start Ooh. for me was a good one. Um, oh, because you get to say the from Chicago. Oh, well, yeah. So, I mean, and Bulls fans were chanting his name. Like, I went to a preseason game last season. People were chanting for him in a preseason game from the nosebleeds yep. before he had played a single game in a Bulls jersey. I mean, like wow. that, that guy is beloved in this city yeah. from day one when the Bulls drafted him. The, um, the story behind how and why we did from Chicago, I don't think anybody knows, or very okay. few people do. I saw like last minute he was starting because of an injury and was and and I went being the Illinois guy I was excited to be able to say from the University of Illinois mm-hmm. but his whole career at Illinois I said from Chicago obviously knew the Derrick Rose from Chicago right and so finally I'm like I am not paid nearly enough to make this decision <laughs> and so I asked up the chain which one do I do yeah and they're like we're gonna go we're, we'll ask IO Fast forward now to the press conference afterward where Casey Johnson is saying, you recognize the significance. He's like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm from Chicago. So he, when he answered the question, he was answering, do you want the city you're from or the state you're from? And in his head, well, the city, it's more specific. It yeah. makes sense. He wasn't thinking the city you're from or the college you went to. Right, yeah. So he, an- he answered Chicago not weighing University of Illinois with the city of Chicago. He was weighing the state of Illinois versus the city of Chicago. Mm. I'm glad he chose Chicago because obviously sometimes back page is from right. Chicago. Yeah. And uh, I have that printed just because, I mean, I had very little to do with it, but I at least got to say it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> cool. It's super yeah. cool and probably also a good move on your part to ask up the chain of command if there was a preference either way, because yeah. as far as I recall, one of your predecessors, Ray Clay, had a difference of opinion on how he was supposed to versus how he wanted to announce MJ his last time at the UC in a Wizards jersey right before he retired. Correct. And that there was a difference of opinion there, and that's what ended up having you know Ray Clay leaving the Bulls. So good calls to make sure. Let's all let's all make sure we're all on the same page on how we I'm, handle I'm this. I'm generally a forgiveness rather than permission guy. Right. Yeah. But in this case, I figured permission Smart was a good man. plan. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of the starting lineups, this is like a very niche Billy Donovan thing. He does not share the starting lineup before the game. A lot of coaches, like when I was covering the Warriors, you could ask Steve Kerr and he'd just tell you, uh, Billy does not like to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you are you know, practicing the starting lineup an hour or two hours before the game. Are, do you know in advance who it's going to be or are you just... Will's trying to get a new source. I'm trying to see guys. if I can get a new source. Uh, I want to be the first to tweet it. I believe we have it 30 minutes ahead, I want to say, is the time that we are required to have it at the scores table. I could be off on that by a few minutes. Um, so typically I, I don't know, and it is changeable. It has happened on a couple of occasions. The worst is when they don't tell you they've changed it, right. yeah. which has also happened. Um, but I generally find out about 30 minutes ahead. So shoot yeah. me text. I'll <laughs> up, yeah. Are there, are there any players like, cause I know Daylon Terry's in, you yep. know what I'm saying? Like, are you, do you, when you go into a new name that you haven't said yet, is it something you're preparing or is it more, you know, I'm just going to do it in the moment and see how it feels. Almost always, I will just do it in the moment. Okay. Um, again, I, I don't want anything to feel forced. I don't want it to feel practiced or I don't want to get in my own head where I'm like, 
using the acoustics of the bathroom to go, does that sound right? Like, that's just, so I typically, and, and it's going to change too. If they're a starter versus if they just hit a shot, right. I'm going to probably change it a little bit. So I generally wait. I haven't said Dale and Terry's name in an announcery way. Right. Yet at all? Would you like to now? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, everybody, just show up at show up a game check. one. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. It's a professional, ladies and gentlemen. I love it, man. Uh, we've got a little bit more time left uh, up ahead with Tim Sinclair, including uh, continuing this little thing Dave came up with called the guest question relay, where mm. our previous guest leaves a question for our current guest, and then you get to leave one for our next guest. We'll get to that in a few more fun questions coming up next. But first, Big Dave, yeah. I believe we have a word from our sponsor at Game Time. Hey, Matt, I have a Speaking question. Speaking of going to Bulls games. I have a question for you, Matt. What's that? What time is it? Game Time! Who? <laughs> Game time. It's the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Have you ever dreamed of sitting in the seat that you thought you could? All right, that 50-yard line, that courtside, sitting so close that you can see this man, Tim Sinclair, calling out those names of the Bulls games? Well, guess what? You can get all that stuff right here on the Game Time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought that you could never buy or never afford. You can get it here. You won't find a better deal this season on Bulls tickets, y'all. You won't find it. You'll find it here on the Game Time app. And just like CHGO, it's created by the fans and for the fans, and you get that guaranteed lowest price. So if you love what you see and what we do here at CHGO, then you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through that link in the description. Join that 15 million people who have downloaded the game time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events, not just sports, get that music too. All that you can get at game time because I asked that question one more time to you. Matt, what time is it? Game time. Who? Mm. Shout out Randy Brown. Yes. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out, baby. Uh, uh, so, Tim, you know, you're there for pregame shoot-arounds and stuff. Everybody's getting their ducks in a row for the big, you know, entertainment extravaganza that is every single Bulls home game. Do you ever get little brief moments to sort of, you know, a, a, a player will come up, dribbling a basketball, stretching around, whatever, and you could chat with them. And then you can kind of get a sense of like, oh, that guy's going to go off and have a big game tonight. Did you ever have any of those moments where you're doing your game prep, the players doing their game prep, and then you each kind of just take a pause, just have a little chat? Uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk. I don't know that I've ever gotten performance ideas out of out of that. I've seen some shootarounds where I went, Demar is on one tonight. <laughs> like, yeah. Look out! Um, but the, the fun times are like Demar's very routine, mm -hmm. and he comes out and he sits like literally a foot and a half from me to put on his shoes before he shoots around mm -hmm. every single game. And so usually we'll two sentences, three sentences right. at most, you know, right. there's, it's not like, you know, if I saw him at a grocery store, would he recognize me? Maybe, probably, <laughs> but it, it's not like we're great friends, but right. we do get a chance. But to, you say his name with such gusto every right. night. If, if I said, Damar, <laughs> right. I, then he would recognize that. Um, <laughs> if you shot a trash ball at a movie theater. <laughs> well, Malcolm Hill, for example, one of his first games with the Bulls, he, he was standing there and just talking, chatting, and hadn't put it together yet that I was the same guy wow. yeah. from Illinois. And, and I was like, hey, good to have you here. I'm like, I, I don't know if you've made this connection. And he's like, seriously? I'm like, Malcolm Hill. That's just what I did. It's the only way. He said his name to his like, face. Right. Like I, and he goes, 
Right. Oh, and so and we've been great friends ever since. We talk every single game that he's around. So sometimes your Yo. voice is your password right, to right. like. Oh, that's what you do. Dude, so. I wish I could do that. Just get into a club that way. That would be the coolest thing. Ever. I got back into the 2020 All Star Game halftime show that way. What? Because they had. So, I. I like All Star Game is just such a long yeah. day, and I at halftime I had to pee. Yeah, and yeah. so Chance the Rapper and DJ Khaled they're doing their thing, and I'm like, I've seen this three times at rehearsal. <laughs> I've got to go now. Yeah, and so I left, but they had a closed bowl performance, meaning they weren't going to open the doors for anybody to come back until it was over. Right. Okay. I did not know this. They let me leave, and so I was going to come back, and the security guy. Like, I wouldn't work in Chicago at the time. If he would have known who I was otherwise. Yeah. And he's like, I'm sorry, I can't let you in. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, here's my pass. He's like, no, it's, it's closed bowl. We can't let you in. I'm like, I need to get in there. And he goes, why? And I go, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Chance the Rapper. And he's like, oh, God, get in there. <laughs> and I sat down just in time to say, ladies and gentlemen, Chance the Rapper. So every Yo. once in a while, it comes in handy. <laughs> Yo, that's the that's one of the best things I heard since doing this. That's amazing, man. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like having oh, vocal man. cords that are the same thing as like a wristband. Yeah, right? exactly. Into right. Somewhere. Right. 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 Or you know, a badge around your yep. neck. Right. Comes in handy every once like, in a while. Tell oh. me something only Tim would know. Right. right. Except for you get to just say it. Right. 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 Oh yep. man. So I um we I want to do this segment with you. Uh, we do with all our guests. Yeah. It's, it's called Pass It On. Um, it's when our previous guest leaves a question. For our next guest, the they don't know who the next guest right. is going to be. Uh, they have no idea, but they just leave a question. Yeah. It can be about sports, anything, whatever. This time, uh, it was Chuck Swirsky. Oh, Chuck! I love Chuck, Chuck. Swirsky was our last guest, and he left a question. Joe, you can put that up for me. Uh, he left a question just for you, Tim, right. to answer. And so we're going to play that right here. You can sit down and have dinner with one person currently living. One person with a sit down and they are picking up the bill, not you, but they are picking up the bill. And who is that person you're having dinner with? So you can look at the menu and you don't have to say, Oh my gosh, you mean I got to No, 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 no. You're not pay They're paying for it. But I want to know who is that person that you're having a meal with for whatever reason. All right. Great I knew question. it was going to be something yeah. fairly deep if it was Before Chuck. you answer, yeah. real life, have you and Chuck ever sat down and had dinner together? And who picked up the tab? Uh, <laughs> we have talked about it many times, oh, but man. we have not yet. Okay. I knew Chuck. I, I worked in Chicago like 20-some years ago, mm -hmm. and he was on a radio station that I worked for when he was doing stuff for the Raptors. So we, we go way back, and it's been really fun to reconnect. But no, not yet. But uh, okay. I'm hoping yes soon, and also him. Yeah, <laughs> that would be my answer for sure. All right, so what's your answer to his question? Any person in the world, you can sit down, Man. have dinner, and it's their treat. There are a lot okay. on my list, but if I have to pick one, it's exciting. Uh, I will. I'll say Obama. Oh, okay. Can't go wrong with that answer. Well, he's definitely picking up the check. You, yeah. yeah, right? <laughs> For a lot of reasons. One, I was, I was weighing several presidents, actually, sure. mm -hmm. partly because of what they, they know. I, I was considering Bush because of the 9-11 thing mm -hmm. and kind of just how did that all go down yeah. from an you know, interior perspective. 
Um, but I think because of Obama's connections to Chicago and to his, you know, what he means to the city and his time as president, and he was there a long time, I, there'd be so much fascinating information. I'd just pepper him with questions yeah. uh, for until he said, all right, it's time for you to stop talking. <laughs> yeah. He was at a Bulls game. Maybe it was the Clippers game. Uh, I don't remember which Around game it was. Around the last yeah. couple games. I did, did you do him? him? Yeah, yeah, I did. So oh, I'm sure you could awesome. use your yeah, uh, your vocal password on it. Yeah, right? <laughs> I, have, I, I will say I am keeping at least a mental list of some of the people I have gotten to introduce. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is yeah. he's up there near the top. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty a cool bit. one. No, Probably the cool most one. globally famous and recognizable Bulls fan. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I would say that's true. I mean, he and obviously got Jordan in this year. And I, I've gotten Messi and Brady. And, mm. you know, there's a, a number of them. But he... He's top five. Top five. I feel it. Brady. <laughs> so, so now you have to leave a question yeah. for the next guest. So, man, I, and I have two. Do I don't have? know if well, I want to do them both. the. I, I can do both. Yeah. Ask, ask two I've questions. got a serious one and a not so serious okay. one. Do I have to look at the camera? No, like, the mic is like yours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right the we, we have a full segment to fill, so go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Two questions. The first is, what moment has changed your life forever? Mm. You could pick. One moment that you went, without this, I would be a very different human. What would that be? Mm. The second is, what is in your trunk right now? Oh, oh. God. Wait, which one of those is the serious question? <laughs> Depends on what's what in your trunk. Somebody's got a Depends body on the next guest, man. I'm curious Depends, about the depends next Depends on who's here. Yeah, for real, man. Oh, my goodness. I think you can learn a lot you, about a person if you if you know what's in their trunk. Right. right. Yes, are you right. prepared to answer that the trunk question? I'm prepared. What's in your trunk right None now? None of your business. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now, what is in my trunk? I, I'm, I keep stuff in my trunk that I'm just trying to be prepared for stuff. So I got shoes in there. I have a shirt in there. I have some underwear in there. I have an umbrella in there. Um, a pillow I got in there. You never know. You never know, man. Like, sure. I'm, I'm just always trying to be prepared for anything. You never know when a man's going to need underwear or a pillow. You never know. Hey, bro, I've been in situations, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in situations, brother. I'm just telling you. But, yeah, I, those are the, I think those are the things that, that I know for sure that I have in my trunk. What about you? You got a new car. What do you got? Uh, yeah, uh, roll of paper towels. Okay. A hoodie. Uh a few tools okay. that you need in your car. Um, I think the one random object in there right now is a, like, zippable, collapsible, on-the-go camping set of bags. So it's like a mini set of bags okay. that you can all... It like It's like a little satchel that's, like, mm-hmm. this big. Mm-hmm. And you can, it's like a to-go set of bags. So you don't have to, like, lug bags board somewhere if, you're, if you want to play bags on the go. Oh, oh, those kind of bags. Okay, yeah. all right. I'm, I'm thinking bags. I was there at first, too, yeah. but I, I caught on uh, eventually. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> Cornhole to the people yeah, who say it incorrectly. Yes. <laughs> those are the kinds of bags I'm talking about. Okay. Like, throw the bags. Will, what you got? What you got in your trunk, Will? Um, I have, like, a gym bag with, like, basketball and my basketball shoes. Of course. And I have, what is the word? Isn't an atlas, like, a book of maps? Yeah, yeah. atlas. Of, uh... Like California, you get that at an antique roads. store. Right. <laughs> My girlfriend's dad gave it to me, so I just left it. You, uh, you got to mount that on your windshield when you're driving from point A to point B. I, well, I'm in Illinois now. I don't really need that one, so it's I just paperback it GPS. That's yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> That's all I got. Is, have you ever used your voice for that gig? Being like the the you know the G maps navigation no, I guy. Would, I would oh. love to do it. It would be turn left. Eternal. The recording process would be eternal. It always sounds fun until you start, and you're like, oh my goodness, this is yeah. gonna take forever. But yeah, I totally do it. Oh man! So, turn left. <laughs> who's yeah. the Who's the coolest person that you just freaked out about meeting that you've met doing what you do over the years? 
Uh, ooh. I, I mean, I would say the all-star game, it isn't the person, but it was the most recent one in Cleveland because you had the top 75 there, yeah. or at least the ones who were alive. Yeah. Um, and I had, I was washing my hands, getting ready to leave the bathroom, mm-hmm. talking simultaneously with John Stockton, Clyde Drexler, Bill Walton, and Hakeem Olajuwon. What? It was too much oh, greatness. It was what? the Could not weirdest compete. thing ever. Uh, and and no one of those guys would be on my list of greatest people to meet. Right. Um, but just the, like, I had just, like, fist-bumped Shaq and walked by Usher. And, <laughs> I mean, he, his entourage was too big to get too close. Right, but, yeah. Um, and just that much greatness under one roof mm. was mind-boggling. And the fact that I had then the past to to actually be kind of close to right, him was, right. was crazy. So did you get a sense, if you're there with Stockton, Walton, Hakeem, <laughs> right. what it was like for poor Stockton to try to <laughs> like play NBA basketball with those just gigantor human beings? He does not look like he belongs. Well, just like, <laughs> especially now. Right. Like, he's, he's an insurance guy, probably. I mean, yeah. if you see him on the street and don't yeah. know who he is. Yeah. Um, like the Dream Team doc when he's walking the streets of Barcelona right. and everyone is like, Charles Barkley, right. David Robinson. Right. And he just, he and his family just strolled along. Right. Team doctor. Not getting yeah, recognized. Doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that happened with the fire with when Schweinsteiger was playing here, one of the best soccer players yeah. in the world. Shout out, Bastion. at the airport. And um, somebody saw the team walking through, recognized soccer, and like, hey, would love to take a picture with you guys. And they handed their phone to Schweinsteiger to take the picture. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he just, he and I'll say he just did He it. just didn't look like a soccer player, per wow, se, but he was dude. one of the best to ever do it. I mean, and, you know uh, who else wouldn't recognize Bastion Schweinsteiger? Is this guy this right guy here. Right sure. here right I mean, here. it is what it is. That's but I, I would know if I saw him walk in, I'd be like, that's an athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played something. Like, yeah. he played something. I'm not going to ask him to take a picture. I'm yeah. like, he played something. But I'd say that about Will, too. Will looks like he played something. <laughs> he does. He does. Nope. Kyle Corbett's twin brother. Yeah. The other one, Matt, and I know this won't make you happy, I will say having brief conversations with LeBron Woo! is is still I was going to cool. say that. Yeah, yeah man. I mean, it's – in fact, be. when there was nobody in the stadium, so 2020, we were playing the Lakers, and the athletes are much more – free to turn around and talk because there aren't fans right behind right. me. So they'll, they'll chat right. and whatever. So he was sitting literally right in front of me, getting ready to check in at some point in the game. And they called a foul and the officials, you know, they put up the hand signal, but there's a giant human sitting in front of me and I couldn't <laughs> see what it was. And so I said to Rosie, our official score, I, I said, who was that foul on? Mm-hmm. LeBron turned around and said, 35. And I'm like, Follow number 35, and, <laughs> and he, was, he was right. And, but then I said thank you to LeBron, but my mic was still on. <laughs> so thank you, hear you. This, you hear this, thank, thank you, you, thank LeBron. you, thank you, thank you. And there was nobody in the building, so Follow nobody heard it. 35, thank you. But my, but my boss in my headset was like, who were you thanking? <laughs> I'm like, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. <laughs> so it was just you know, one of those deals. But oh, it's having those kind of conversations. Let, let me ask you about uh, the Bulls this season. Yeah. Uh, what are you looking forward to from this team? You know, they, they had a fun run uh, last season, you know, finishing six, getting to the playoffs. What are you looking forward to uh, this season from the team? <laughs> Am I allowed to say continuity? Can I say, <laughs> say it? Say it loud. It's um, kind of a trigger word around no, here. I figured, it, I figured. it is not. Um, say it loud. No, I, I, but I, I really – 
I do want to see this group all play together for an extended period of time to see what they can do. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Drummond and Dragic and some others. We have a whole lot of people's names who start with the letter D, by the way. It's yeah. like nearly the whole team. Yeah. Um, Rosen. Desumu and Sumu. I mean, yeah. So, Dalen. Derek Jones Jr. Derek Jones Jr., Jones Jr. right. Wow. Uh, Donovan, right. Billy Donovan. Dang. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I just want to see what that looks like because I remember the first month and a half of the season, even without Patrick Williams going, Pretty awesome. Showtime. Yeah. With, yeah. with Lonzo lead, you know, leading the charge on all that, it seemed like um, I, I want to see that. So hopefully at some point that will all happen yeah. um, and they can put that together for a run to end the season rather than start the season. Mm. And uh, we'll, we'll see what happens from there. But I like that. That's true, man. So Bulls are making the playoffs again. That's my plan. Come on. I want to do. I want to do more playoff games. Yeah, yes. see, yeah, that's what I'm talking about <laughs> more of that, man. Playoff games at the Madhouse. Oh, there is man. nothing better, in and my opinion, as a Chicago sports fan, being in that building for a Bulls playoff game, top of the top, yeah. and and winning winning a series would Explosion. in that building especially would be yeah. crazy. So no, it would be I'm explosive. Ready. Yeah, I'm ready too. I can't wait. Sadly, we are just about out of time. Tim, thank you so much for. Coming to the studio to hang out with us today and answer all of our nagging awesome. questions about your awesome, awesome job. Yes. My pleasure. That everyone Anytime. who works here is jealous of. Oh, and uh, your guys from Sea uh, Red UK. Oh yeah, the Nila Matt. I was on their show uh, this weekend. Uh, I know. Man. I listened to it. And you, uh, Matt, you were. You I, I'm, I'm going to be on with them next week. Okay. Yes. All right. Tim, Tim Sinclair, listen. There to you me. go. They're oh, getting through all the Follow Tim on Twitter at Tim J Sinclair if you aren't already. He's the voice of the Bulls, the Bears, the Fire, the Illini, and soon, maybe someday, the Super Bowl and the Academy Awards. I thought you were going to say sure, C-A-Z-O Bulls. Oh, <laughs> speak it into existence. Yes, like it yes, yes. And before he leaves, we'll bug him about a starting lineup for us. <laughs> That's right, we'll get it. Uh, appreciate him for coming by. Uh, give this video a thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube and you enjoyed today's show. It helps us out a lot. If you aren't subscribed to us on YouTube, Hit that subscribe button. Yes. We are just a few away from 20K subscribers on mm. our CHO Sports YouTube channel. And uh, appreciate those of you who have subscribed. Uh, thanks and uh, shout outs as always to our producer and our pal, Joey. Joey! You can follow Will on Twitter. Make sure you're following Will because training camp is about to start. Oh, yeah. He's got the inside scoop for you. He's at Won't Gottlieb. Big Dave is at Bow BAWL Sports on Bulls underscore Peck. We collectively are CHO underscore Bulls. Yeah. Until tomorrow when we will be right back here in these seats. For Joey, for Will, for Tim Sinclair, everybody, Big Dave and myself. Appreciate you. Love you, Bulls Nation. See you, Red. Be good.